Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Professor Hoffman, thank you very much for taking the time. And how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, good afternoon. What's your focus? And you have a lot of disciplines that you work on and that you're involved with. Where is your focus now during the pandemic? Well, my own background, I'm, I'm an international lawyer who uses epidemiologic methods to look at uh, infectious diseases and other kind of threats that transcend national borders. So a pandemic is just exactly what I focus on uh, outside of a pandemic. And of course, now that there is a pandemic, it has my full attention so the kinds of things that I'm looking at are really we're looking around the world, trying to learn as much as possible from which countries have been able to mitigate this outbreak and which ones have done it less well. We're very lucky in Canada. We had the brunt of this pandemic's frontier come quite a bit later, which has meant that we've been able to learn from other countries as well as learning what not to do, which is important. So as we look at what's happening internationally, there are different countries doing different things. I spoke yesterday with uh, an international economist from uh, Denmark, Dr. Lars Christensen, and he was telling us how Denmark is going to, over the next several days, slowly, carefully, cautiously start to uh, back off on their national lockdown. Similar things are happening in Austria and in the Czech Republic, even Spain, which has a huge death count from uh, COVID-19. The Spanish government talking about backing off on some of the lockdowns. What do you make of that, and how do you interpret what Canada should be doing in, well, not necessarily today or tomorrow, but in the shorter term? Well, first, uh, that's uh, that's definitely not the strategy that uh, the government of Canada is pursuing. Um, in Canada, we're, real, we're very lucky. We have far fewer cases than many other countries. And as a result, the hope is that through intense, epidemic control measures, such as physical distancing, such as the closure of non-essential businesses, keeping schools closed, we can be very aggressive in reducing these numbers. So that's all about flattening the curve, as people have been hearing about. But then ideally, from there, have a gradual process to slowly allow the release of these measures, ensuring that we don't get to a situation like what we're already seeing in Spain or Italy, where the number of cases has just overwhelmed the healthcare system. And so we are starting to see other countries think of pursuing different measures, uh, including some, uh, like in the United States, talking about uh, releasing some measures. But uh, the, the worry is that once these measures are released, we're just going to be, those countries are going to find themselves exactly where they left off with potentially exponential growth in infectious disease spread, which is the exact opposite of what we'd want to see. Does it concern you, though, that, uh, and I gather that it does, that you have some countries taking the decisions they have taken, perhaps because of internal pressure, who knows, I, I don't know what their internal politics are like in, in, in these countries, but it is happening, and there are people who are frustrated at being kept locked up, as you will, or locked in, or isolated, and they're going to be pushing to be released. So if you have this uneven approach around the world, 
Um, does that lead to potential problems for, you know, for, for, for a unified approach to this? Well, I definitely understand that, um, that feeling. Uh, I, too, uh, am not so enjoying the physical distancing measures that uh, I, too, have to follow, um, like all Canadians. But I think what's important is that when we see the situations in other countries, they're different than what we see in Canada. And as a result, every country's response is going to be unique. Just like across Canada, we've been seeing slightly different responses across different provinces. That's because the situation on the ground is different. So, for example, um, in Sweden, they've been taking a less stringent approach, but partially that's because they have uh, greater health care capacity at the moment. Or in um, South Korea, we've seen this extraordinary mobilization for testing. It's because they've been able to roll out a testing regime that just isn't yet possible in the Canadian context. So we are going to see different approaches. That's normal. Uh, but we're very lucky in Canada that we... Uh, have got this later so that we're able to learn from other countries. And indeed, we have relatively fewer cases than many of those other countries, such as the ability to really aggressively ramp down this outbreak in Canada is a possibility, whereas in other countries, it might be too late for that. So some countries closed or significantly limited access to their borders much sooner than Canada did. And there's some Talk that a lot of there's concern across the country that the Canadian government, the uh, federal government, acted too slowly and was uh, uh, just not as quick as they should have been to uh, to take the measures that they have now taken. Do you share any of that concern? Well, first to clarify, there's two different kinds of travel restrictions. The one that over a hundred countries in the world very quickly did was impose travel restrictions against China, so one country. And unfortunately, that, those kind of travel restrictions, they don't work. And the science from previous outbreaks shows that when people want to travel, they find other ways of doing it, such as traveling to third countries and such. And so that, that approach, which Canada did not do, uh, doesn't work. Now, the approach that we don't know if it works uh, is, uh, is what Canada did actually very early in the outbreak and actually was, was one of the earlier countries to do it and indeed did it earlier in, its, in the pandemic reaching the country than any other country I know of, which is closing the borders almost completely. And so that, um, we don't know if it's going to work. Um, it's clear that um, we don't have a precedent based on past outbreaks. Uh, the hope is that by reducing the number of people who come into Canada, we're reducing just the sheer number of, of people who might have it. But as this outbreak further spreads in Canada, it becomes less and less important to have those restrictions. But certainly the government thinks it's an important part of the puzzle. Uh, it's not the only thing the government's doing. It's one of many things. And so the hope is that it will uh, protect Canadians. But I did want to clarify, Canada was indeed uh, one of the earliest countries to implement that kind of total travel restriction. Uh, and indeed, we were one of the first when we base it on when we did it in the course of the pandemic. Okay, so while I was partly talking about what was going on in our airports. And uh, there was very little in the way of uh, screening taking place of people who were arriving from different parts of the world until fairly recently. I've talk talked to some people on the air about that. And uh, so there's been concern that we were um, lax, perhaps, in properly screening people coming off uh, planes from around the world. Would you uh, share any of that concern? And I only have about 30 seconds, Professor Hoffman. 
Well, uh, I think uh, screening is one of those things that uh, a lot of countries can do it and do more of it, but um, uh, a lot of the screening doesn't work, like temperature checks that some other countries are doing. That kind of thing just doesn't work. Canada did have some basic screening before Canada even had a single case, but uh, we are now seeing a different level of screening, which I think should be a, a helpful part of the puzzle. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.